there. Welcome to Beauties and Banter, a lifestyle podcast where we are relevant, witty, and opinionated. Okay, y'all, the banter is brewing. It's time to sip some tea, so let's get into it. This podcast is sponsored by Lola, a female-founded company that has taken a modern approach to feminine care. Known for offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, and liners, Lola now offers sex products too. Being a woman is hard, and Lola helps to make all the struggles we go through a little easier, from our menstrual cycle to our intimacy. You can choose from their organic cotton tampons or their all-natural feminine cleansing wipes to keep you feeling fresh. Their personal lubricant has 95% organic ingredients that perfectly mimics natural feminine moisture and maintains a healthy pH balance, which we all know, ladies, is so important. So we also love that when you purchase with Lola, you purchase with purpose as Lola donates feminine care products to homeless shelters across the U.S. So for our listeners, we have a special promo code. For 40% off all subscriptions, visit mylola.com. That's M-Y-L-O-L-A.com and enter Lola Banter when you subscribe. Again, you get 40% off all your subscriptions on mylola.com when you enter our promo code L-O-L-A B-A-N-T-E-R when you subscribe. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. (laughs) We are back, everyone. A little late, but, you know, later in the day, but back is no matter, like, a little late in the day, but we're still back. Right. It's a little, today is President's Day, so, you know, we got a little holiday, so we're a little late recording, so happy President's Day, or as I love to see how people have been referring to it as hashtag happy President Obama Day. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody has been posting things related to him and actually ignoring the current president that we have, so... (laughs) Yeah, happy President's Day, except everybody except 45. Happy previous President's Day. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) Hillary Clinton, you know, the queen mother of shade, posted a picture of Clinton, Obama, uh, Jimmy Carter, and Michelle Obama, and was like, happy President's Day. Oh my. Yeah, and it was like, wasn't no other wives included but Michelle Obama. So they were like, oh, we see what you did there with that endorsement. Because she was like, I ain't running, but this is who should be running. Right. <laughs> I thought that was kind of cute. And um, I've seen other people posting stuff. And like, um, I think Michelle Obama posted one with just like Clinton, Daddy Bush. W. Bush and Obama. I'm like, ain't nobody feeling Donnie. (laughs) Right. Nobody. (laughs) Uh, Well, we are still in the month of February, so we are still celebrating February for us by us, where we talk about supporting a black owned business every week. 
So I'll start. Um, this week, my Black-owned business that I supported is actually one that I started supporting just a couple of months ago, and that is Izzy and Live. And they have a monthly box subscription called a brown sugar box. And um, I just purchased my monthly box and I really like them. They're all about culture, confidence and soul. And so every month you get a box of goodies from them that are all about black girl magic, um, that are all about women's empowerment. And each box has a theme. My box last year was the glow up box. So when celebrating the new year, it included a planner, a set of pins with all kind of phrases on there like slay the day, girl, you got this. It included a gym bag, a back massager. And so every month has a graphic tee in there, too. So the graphic tee was this really cute black and gold shirt that said, um, can't dim my light. Um, So if you all are looking for a fun subscription box that's catered to black women, check out Izzy and Liv. It's owned by two sister girls and um, you can get their brown sugar box. In addition to that, they can um, you can purchase items that were in the boxes before. So that's cool. Like even if you don't want to sign up for the monthly box head wraps, planners, everything that they featured, all the graphic tees are always available on their website. And I think actually right now they're running a bit of a sale. So check them out, Izzy and Liv. That's my Black-owned business for the week. What about right. you? Izzy and Liv, I'm going to have to check y'all out. Yeah. My Black-owned business is a Black author. She's a new author, but she's not new to the industry of fame. Um, it is Lyris Cross. And for those of you who don't know who Lyris Cross is, she is a top model and she was on season 16 of Project One Runway and Hmm. she was the winning model for the competition. She's a plus size model and I follow her and I've been following her since then is because I really like what she shares and what she stands for. And her book is Make the World Your Runway. And she basically details her, uh, her search or her walk through model secrets, everyday confidence and success, including things like living in your purpose, preparation for success, presentation power, mastering your presence and positivity, finding your voice, building your it factor, persistence, 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 and positive partnerships. And if y'all don't know me by now, that's all about what I'm about. Mm-hmm. So I had to support this sister and really um, go out and buy her book. And I'm so excited because I got, I saw that she was talking about, she was doing autograph copies. So I have my little autograph copy here that I'm showing Toya. Y'all can't see it, but I'm showing Toya. Oh, that's nice. And it's so cute. And she's like, dear Renee, thanks for the support. The world, the world is yours. Go make the world. I can't read today, y'all. Your <laughs> runway. Lovely receipt. So I thought that that was sweet. And so if you ha- if you get a chance and you like to read, go get Lyris's book. Um, the Ford is by Tim Gunn, who I love me some Tim Gunn. Um, make it work, people. Make it work. So go make it work and go buy her book. I like it. Love it, love it. All right. Well, I will definitely support her. I have never seen Project Runway. And I definitely stopped watching Top Model after a few seasons. So... I don't know who she is, so I need to check her out. 
I love her. She's really good. She has, she's really supportive about self-confidence and young girls and things like that. And you know, that's part of my platform. So yeah, she's all right with me. Well, she's all right with you. She's all right with me too. So I will check <laughs> her out. So we want to chat a little bit about, as we are in the month of February, the month of love, and we just celebrated Valentine's Day. Even if you didn't celebrate it, you still celebrated it because it was everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so we know all of our timelines were filled with love and proposals and maybe some even breakup stories and Flowers and candy and balloons and chocolate and fancy dinners and everything like that, right? So we all celebrated. We saw it on social media. But, you know, I was looking at this post and I, or as Renee always says, I was looking on IG. (laughs) I was actually looking on Facebook and um, someone shared a post that I thought was very timely the day after Valentine's Day. And I'm just going to read a short little bit of it because it was very long. But I want you all to get the gist of it. And this is kind of what made us chose this topic today. Um, So she says, for anyone that may have felt bad or lonely today, I hope to change your mind. 80% of what you saw on social media today was probably BS. Reality is most people are not happy in their relationships. I'm not saying this to be an asshole, but that's the sad reality. And so, you know, she goes on to talk about her own personal relationship and the ups and downs and how they've evolved over the 10 years they've been together. And she says, you know, so if you're single and haven't found the right one yet, love on yourself so hard right now. Self-love is an extremely important part in relationships. Don't be fooled. (laughs) don't be fooled by social media and commercial holidays like today nothing is ever what it seems and I loved that and I kind of reshared and I echoed it um and I love that you know because just because we define true happiness on whether someone's page was full of romance or void of it So I didn't post on Valentine's Day, but I ain't really posted all week, you know, and so that doesn't mean that I didn't celebrate with my man, right? You didn't post, same thing. And it also means that just because somebody posted this beautiful montage didn't mean that they man probably didn't even show up with flowers that day. So with social media, we tend to always focus on hashtag relationship goals, So we wanted to talk about the part of everything isn't as it seems and um, the whole this whole theory around are couples really happy that post a lot on social media are people that don't post not happy, etc. Right. So I know you were really feeling that self-love part. Right, Renee? Man, was I ever. That is like. All what I'm saying is that you have to love yourself. And one of the things that I don't do is I don't post about my relationship or not not having a relationship or whatever the case may be. I don't post about that stuff. One, because I don't have the time to. Two, until it becomes a permanent relationship, I'm not going to. But what I will post about is I will post about Mm self-love. And on Valentine's Day, that's what I posted about. I said, love is a beautiful thing. Of love is a beautiful thing as the saying goes 
love makes the world go round because it does. Yeah. But I believe in love. And I think in order to love somebody successfully, you got to start with you. Yeah. And you got to start with first having self-love. It's the most important. If you don't love yourself, how can you love anyone correctly? Yeah. I think that's what a lot of people miss is self-love and having that um, for themselves. If you're in a relationship and you're portraying this and all you're talking about is that person, that person, that person, that person, what about yourself? Are you taking time for you? Yeah. One of the things I said, because like I said, I shared this post and I said, you know, it was kind of comical to me, actually, when I was scrolling through social media and I was seeing a few couples and folks that I know that are literally going through hell in their relationships or really don't have the relationship that they seem to portray. And I was just amazed at the people trying to keep up fronts, you know, and seem to be choosing on this day to kind of like pump it up even more. And I actually feel like it's an unhealthy and toxic cycle that actually only feeds in to creating more inauthentic relationships built on the superficial because it becomes about showcasing this highlight reel, right? We always talk about how social media is a highlight reel. And so if you yourself haven't grasped this concept of self-love, haven't started utilizing the tools that are needed to have a healthy relationship, you see somebody's highlight reel. And sometimes so much that highlight reel that we see on social media is focused on Ooh, look what he bought me. Ooh, look at the size of my ring. Ooh, look at how he went all out with this dinner, right? Or ooh, look at how he surprised me. And so we tend to think, oh, that's love. Like, did you see how her man did that? And so it's built on superficial. And so you may start dating somebody with some unhealthy relationship patterns when it comes to uh, are they faithful, their communication, but because they wowed you with a big ring, like you were fantasizing over, you tend to think like, I'm in a good relationship, you know? And so when you don't have the full story of something, you only see a snippet of it. And like I said, I know for a fact, one couple that I saw posing recently went through some drama with infidelity. And I'm just like, boo, boo, boo. I'm sure all the girls that are like, oh, probably wouldn't be saying, oh, when you tell them about how you found out your man was cheating and with multiple people and all the drama associated with that, you know? And so you don't have the full story because it's just a highlight reel. And I think that's one thing too, that has kept me from posting. I I do not post at all about my relationships, never have. And I may post that I'm in one. I may make a comment about what we did. Um, I never really say names because All of my friends and family offline know the deal. They know who I'm dating, right? But I never wanted to get caught up in only posting happy moments either, right? So I was just kind of like, I'm not going to post nothing. You know, Um, I do feel like I will post pictures when I get married, for sure. Um, But I may talk about my relationship, but I never post pictures. And I never... um, share like details about my man and different things like that. But I I will do that when I get married. But even then, when I get married, I'm not going to be posting a lot. It's just like, yeah, I ain't going to, I'm not going to deny you all the beauty of my wedding photos, of course. (laughs) But I mean, if you think about it at the end of the day, nobody wants to post all the bad stuff. 
They only want right. you to know about the good stuff. Nobody wants you to know about the struggles. Take Cardi B, for instance. And the reason why I'm using her, love her to death. However, she's somebody that lives her life in the spotlight. She yeah. posts about every single thing. So when her relationship is good, she highlights that. And she's not. she doesn't really go overboard with it. But it's like, oh, look what my man bought me. Right. Oh, look what I got for my birthday. Oh, look what I got this, 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 this. And then, you know, you see all these things that have nothing. But you don't know the struggle that she's gone through. And people are like, hashtag relationship goals. I but never in the meanwhile, said she got a man that's cheating on her that can't stay faithful. So <laughs> is that really relationship goals? Hell no. <laughs> well, one thing I will say about her, though, is with that, she did post. That you know what we going through it. We got our baby. Yeah. We gonna always be good. But sometimes you get fed up, you know. And then when before they got married, you know she was obviously getting popular, but she was not the Cardi B we know now. I remember she was posting. Somebody said on Snapchat like something about a fight and oh blah blah blah. Like so, I would actually argue that she does both because she is an oversharer. You actually see the ups and the downs. And that's a whole nother thing, too, right? The people who are posting all the fights or whatever, you know, it gets entertaining at a certain point because it's like, like you say, like, girl, we know everything, which is why somebody like a Cardi B has done something recently, like delete all her social media posts and take a break from it because it's just like too, too much. much when you live your life online. Um, yeah. And that's the second thing that I wanted to say, you know, so outside of like, keeping in perspective that it's a highlight reel, understanding that the real work takes place offline. And to a point like a Cardi B, I mean, I don't know. It could just be that her man is trifling. But at a certain point, it's like, if you're always online, you yourself are always online. You always post about your relationship online. What are y'all doing offline? You know, right. <laughs> have you put in the work on the relationship offline? You arguing online, you on IG live together arguing, you going back and forth in Snapchat. <laughs> like the real work to make a relationship work takes place offline where there are no Facebook and Twitter and, and you shouldn't be moderating that. You know, one of the things that this young lady said in the post um, that I loved was she said that, you know, in the 10 years that her and her partner have been together, they seen people married and divorced and in and out of relationships. And she says, you know, what really makes your relationship withstand the test of time is growth and grit. And I love that because you have to evolve and grow with one another. And then the grit piece is what do you do when you they one partner is facing depression? or going through a significant loss, or dealing with homelessness, you know, financial loss, that's where the grit comes in. And that comes with, like she says, the crap that life throws at you. That all is happening offline, you know? And so my thing is like, focus on your relationship and fight that fight offline and keep everybody online out of it, you know? And so I think some of these, like, I like to call them social media couples. You know, I wonder what their <laughs> life is really like. Or you find out they are the ones with the most drama because I feel like you're putting more time into cultivating this relationship online. But are you really fighting for it and cultivating it offline? 
And what type of relationship is it offline? Not just that, like, offline, are you even happy? Are you seeking happiness? Are you just doing it to be happy online? Are y'all even together? It's just just a part. And I really don't care because I don't really have time to be a part of somebody else's life. I need to be present in my own stuff that's going on in my life. Right. One of the things that I have seen, oh, my God, is, these new little couples that are going on, how they're arguing online, um, that are famous. I'm like, I just stop it because one, it's just too much. And mm-hmm. two, it's taking up my time. And three, I could be doing something else better with that time. So let me go find something else to do instead of hearing what's going on in their lives. Right. Yeah. So it reminds me of this article I read on Inc.com and it's eight reasons why happy couples rarely share their relationship online and it talks about that very point you just made that couples are better off when they keep their arguments offline and those who tend to post a lot tend to be insecure and it talked about that like you know how awkward it is when you see somebody like fighting back and forth on social media um and just instead of filming and uploading an angry and profanity filled video The argument should be discussed in private between the couple, right? Um, A lot of people do that. They are. They're trying to get attention. And that goes back to one thing this article highlights is insecurity and narcissism are really at the core of a lot of these behaviors. You're probably dealing with somebody that's a part of this couple that's a narcissist. And that's the need to post a lot, to get attention and, you know, inflate your ego, Or you're dealing with somebody who's so insecure that they're posting about all the good things of their relationship because they're, in a sense, trying to convince themselves, too. That they're happy, yeah. That they're happy when they're really not. And so they're looking for any type of validation. And so this article actually said, after surveying more than 100 couples, researchers from Northwestern University found that those who posted more frequently on social media about their partner actually felt more insecure in their relationship. And I can say that personally for the ones I know that overshare are the ones that are going through the most. And a lot of them are dealing with lying and betrayal and cheating in those relationships. And they're very insecure. Um, And I think overall, it just goes back to this whole thing. Like we talk about on our very first podcast that we did, if you want to go back, to season one, episode one, we talked about doing it for the gram and how this whole idea of social media and people relying on it for ha- happiness and the comparisons and everything, all the negative things that comes out of social media, you know, it all just comes back to this. And at the end of the day, it's just about the importance of understanding that like, Focus on your relationship offline and keep all aspects of it online out of it, right? Which brings it to another reason that I choose not to post, which is keeping people out of your business. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, Mm-mm, I just don't want people in my business. You know, right. uh, when I shared it, I said that I was like, you know, my friends and family know the details offline. And this won't change. So some of y'all can keep guessing and try to put together clues because what you're not going to do is be all up in my business. 
Right. Get up out my business. Right. Thank you. And one of my friends posted, shout out to Monique Chambers. I know you listen to us. Hey, girl. She hey, said, girl. hey. <laughs> she said, same thing. She was like, I agree. I don't need the questions, comparison, and pressure. Enjoying the journey, showing up for the fight daily, and moving in God's time. And I think that's so true. Think about all the mommy guilt. I think about like, I think Gabrielle Union posted a photo of her kissing her baby on the mouth and everybody was in the comments all about why you shouldn't do that. You know? So imagine like if I posted a com a photo of me and my man smoking cigars together, well, what you doing smoking with him? Did he start you smoking? Is he pulling you down? You know, it can be little things or whatever. Or even if you are dating a man with kids and you post a picture of you out with his kids, Oh, girl, I didn't know her man had that many kids or wow, she already met the kids. Isn't it too soon? You know, like the more you post about who you're in a relationship with and maybe even if it's the details on where they work, the more you are inviting people to get in your business, ask you a bunch of damn questions, excuse my language, give you a bunch of their uh, opinions that you did not ask for. Thank you. Pass a lot of judgment. Ooh, he he kind of short or blah, 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 blah. I don't like his hair. And what y'all won't be doing is screenshotting my stuff and passing it around in a group chat. Because <laughs> that is what happens. Oh, it is 100% what happens because I am on the end of group chats like that. Particularly with a couple of my Facebook friends. I have a few that overshare and I have a friend who is constantly y'all look at this, this and this. And all we doing is talking about you girl. Like, (laughs) so I'm like, I know what it's like to receive those and to laugh and talk about people like that, both women and men. And y'all ain't going to have me in no group chats. So I just keep it all off there. (laughs) Well, i tell you one thing. Nobody's relationship goes to me because I don't know the struggles that they have to go through to get to where they are. So even though I love the love that Russell um, Wilson and Sierra share and Ooh, let's talk uh, about it. our forever president and first lady share, I don't know their struggles that they have gone through. So their relationships are not goals to me. Those I just see the good parts. I don't know about the bad parts. Like mm-hmm. I know Michelle wrote in her book, um, I haven't read all of it yet, and I really need to start. But I know she said something in her book about how they've gone to counseling. Of course. Like, you don't know that because you haven't been privy to their inner circle. But she's letting the world know that what looks good on the outside is not always good on the inside. So just because you see this, this is what's being for you. just see, like you said, the highlight reel. You just see the good things about what's going on in this relationship. And... If you say relationship goes, that means you want your relationship to go just like that. But you're not taking into account that there's things they have to go through to get there. And that's my whole reason of why I say social media is the blame. Because think about it. Like, to me, the whole, well, I know everything isn't perfect. Like, duh, right? I think pre-social media, every single person understood that relationships take work, that couples fight that people go through ups and downs. I I don't think it was until we started seeing it in social media and maybe even magazines and TV shows and things were portrayed so perfectly that somehow we did get in our mind, oh no, 
Maybe it really is a fairy tale. Maybe it really is like Cinderella and Princess and the Frog and Snow White. You know, I, I, I let me let me interrupt you here because I got to say it's like that from childhood. At yeah. least it was for me. Yeah, I went through the fairy tale happy ending syndrome as a kid. Yeah, I've always been raised to well not necessarily I wasn't raised like that but I was always reading and learning and seeing all these different happy endings that I thought that marriage would be I get married one time we have kids it's gonna be like you know whatever show popular was on at that time yeah with the family we was the show right exactly we were gonna be Claire and Cliff Huxtable and we was gonna have it going on living our best life and we're going to have a little drama with the kids and keep it moving. That's it. Yeah. That was so far from the freaking truth. <laughs> Talk about it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, but I think, yeah, media in general started ruining that. And so we went from, yeah, duh, it's basic that you're going to fight. But you're right. Even with Michelle and Barack Obama, like, I mean, that shouldn't have surprised us that they went through counseling, right? But it did. For so many people, it was like, oh, wow, because you do see something now. But you said something I actually want to talk about. So this is on the topic of this. At what point do you think couple sharing crosses over into annoyance? So you mentioned Barack and Michelle. I think they're a great example of a balance. But someone recently has been commenting on the other couple you just mentioned, Sierra and, and Lord, I almost said future. Uh, it, <laughs> it definitely, it definitely is not future. Right. The baby, maybe, the baby, maybe, but on Sierra and Russell and somebody, uh, this weekend was like, okay, we get it. Y'all in love next. You know, is there a point to where you think that these couples doing this are trying to shove it in your face? And it's annoying. Do you think that they maybe they are struggling, you know, and it's this whole let me post all this because I'm really insecure. Like, I do think Sierra and Russell Wilson are totally in love. But, yeah, does it become this point to where are you trying to, like, shove this down our throat because, you know, everybody is like, send us the presses. Oh, my God, I want a man like Russell. Um, Some people are like, I'm annoyed by now. Next. Well, I, you know, that's a good question. And I think that with them, I think they are in the honeymoon phase still. Yeah. So they are very much so in love. And they are very happy and they want the world to know. So they want to shout it from the rooftops. They want to post it as much as they can. I love you, baby. I love you, too. And then everybody else in the meantime gets annoyed by it. Yeah. And they're like, uh, 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 throw up, throw, throw up. <laughs> because it just becomes too much. And People get turned off from it. They get either get turned off from it because they just get tired of seeing it. They get turned off from it because they are not experiencing that same love that they see that they're having right now. Yeah. Or they get turned off of it because they're jealous um, or they just, you know, are just like, whatever, I could care less. Right. So people get turned off for many reasons. But I really think that it's truly a genuine love between them. At least I hope that it is. Mm-hmm. And I just think they're in the honeymoon phase. It's funny because when I read that comment, I was like, oh, I never thought about that. But I'm like, maybe so. Like, because he posted something the day before Valentine's, like, 
why you're my greatest love and this, this, and this. And I did have a moment where I was like, oh my God, why you didn't just say that to her personally? Why you got to post it on Instagram? Y'all doing too much. And then for a minute, I thought, shit, if my man did that, I'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> right. I would be like, oh my God, you really love me because you let the world know. And so I think that's what it is with social media, you know, to, to go on the, not just against its side. I do think to your point about genuineness, some people, it's just no different than when people used to old school fly the little plane in the air with I love you or send flowers to your job. Social media is another way that you can publicly express that you love your partner and all these great things about them. You don't have to, you know, put it on the jumbotron at the Chicago Bulls game now. You don't have to, like, come down to her job. You can create a cute little Instagram video and hashtag it and make it a public post and make it go viral, (laughs) you know. (laughs) So that aspect of it is cute. And I do think that perhaps some couples are just trying to do that. They're trying to keep that spark alive they're trying to stay in that honeymoon phase and they're using social media to do that so hell we don't know that might be her love language Mm -hmm. her love language might be for him to adore her in all aspects of life socially and she might just be like oh my god that just makes me feel some type of way and i'm so much more in love with you now so he like i'm gonna post it every chance i get well, I will say the next day they posted a picture in bed looking like, you know what just happened. So it worked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, that's what I'm saying. That might be her turn on. Somebody said that man don't care what y'all think. He's strategic. <laughs> y'all can call him corny all you want. But you're right. right. If that's her love language and every time he do that, he know it's about to be. Fun, fun, fun. It's got to be daddy drop the time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. But, yeah, I mean, I think that's a good way to wrap it up, that social media can be a great way for you to publicly express your love for your partner. And if it is your love language, you're right. It makes it even more. It's just like, I just want to, you know, share or whatever, like with words of affirmation, that's basically, you know, words of affirmation is a love language. And that would be the equivalent of that. You know, um, someone who speaks that love language or likes to receive that posting on social media is like the ultimate, um, um speaking of that language so you know i would say use it for good don't get caught up in comparison you know and like you said hashtag relationship goals because even as genuine as that love may be between them and everything don't make that your goal because my love language isn't words of affirmation mine is quality time so i probably would be like boy put that phone down post it and get over here and turn off your phone actually you know and you put your phone down hey 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 i'm gonna make you i'm gonna make you i'm gonna make you put your phone down i don't want to have to make you though you should just need to have it down because (laughs) (laughs) that's my love language just like you know all right we're at dinner now phone's off so that would get me turned on more than anything. If my man walked in and was like, baby, I left my phone in the car. I took off work tomorrow. It's just me and you. I'd be like, ah, 
<laughs> Keeping it um, <clears throat> holy, of course. But I would be a very happy girl. <laughs> because that's my love language, right? <laughs> that would speak to me more than him logging on to Facebook when he got in my house and, and making a post all about how he loved me or whatever. So, yeah, something to keep in mind. So, my final thoughts on that. So, Renee, what are your final thoughts? My final thoughts are always remember that love will always start and end with you. Yes. You need to be in love with yourself before you can really love someone else. Amen. All right, y'all. So what do you think? Do you get caught up in hashtag relationship goals? Are you an oversharer? Are you someone who like, they ain't never going to know who I'm dating on social media? (laughs) Are you in a relationship, a marriage now, and you never post your partner? Tell us why. Share with us your thoughts. And like we mentioned in the beginning of the episode, be sure to support Izzy and Liv and be sure to support Lyra Cross and her book, Make Your Own Runway. So support Black Owned. We also want to know who you're supporting during this month of February. And hopefully you're going to continue it past February, right? Right. Right. (laughs) So as always, if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. Make sure that you like, share, and subscribe. And we'll talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye.